This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Well, joining us now to talk about all of this is former Trump communication director Tim Murtaugh. Uh, Tim, great to have you here. What was your reaction uh, to President Biden tonight? You know, here he is at the Union Station in Washington, and it was all about Trump, 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 January 6th. And basically, you got to vote Democratic or the future of the world's at stake. Yeah, that, I mean, my reaction, Rita, was that sadly, it's it's what I've come to expect from this president. He, he is really uh, an overboard partisan practically all the time. This This was a campaign speech aimed at Democrats and only Democrats. This was not a speech by the president of the United States to the whole country. And what this indicates to me is that we're six days away from a really crucial midterm election. And this is where Biden has chosen to plant the flag. He clearly has a problem and doesn't think that the Democrat voters are going to be turning out next Tuesday. That's why he gave this speech as a last ditch effort to try to fire them up. Most Americans, are concerned with inflation, the price of gas, and violence rising in their communities. That's what poll after poll says. That's what the candidates that I work with say that voters are telling them. And Biden just doesn't want to hear it because he's up to his eyeballs and having created those problems. So this is the direction he goes. It was terribly divisive uh, and really, I think, just an awful speech at this time for the president of the United States. And for someone who billed himself as, you know, the uniter in chief, Tim. The other thing, too, is all I kept thinking about is when I heard him say there should be no violence, all I kept thinking about was, well, what about the summer of 2020 where he said nothing? What about uh, the Marco Rubio staffer who sadly was beaten recently? He said nothing. What about the assassin, the would-be assassin who showed up outside the home of Kavanaugh? Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court justice, and this president said nothing. Like, it's so double standard. It's so hypocritical. And and just try to cling to, like, as if it's only Republicans um, that have ever had any issues or any problems whatsoever. And when he brought up even election deniers, I thought, well, I hope he's called Hillary Clinton and I hope he's called Stacey Abrams. Yeah. And, and with regard to the, the political violence, which is never acceptable under any circumstances, and I don't think we know exactly what happened with Paul Pelosi, but uh, that's a situation where if it's politically motivated violence, it, it should not be tolerated and should be condemned outright. But let's let's remember that all of the, the left and all of the blue check marks on Twitter and Nancy Pelosi's daughter, who is a, a filmmaker of some sort, I understand, all mocked and made jokes about the fact that Rand Paul was brutally attacked by his neighbor who beat him to within an inch of his life. Everyone thought that was a riot and really funny, including Nancy Pelosi's daughter. So, uh, you know, I think I would I would rather see a little consistency from the president of the United States. And, and then talking about election deniers, let's remember, no one should ever forget that Joe Biden himself earlier this year said that these midterm elections that, again, are in six days would be perceived as illegitimate in his words, illegitimate if he didn't get his way on the election laws he was pushing. They did not pass. 
So does that mean that the election that's happening in six days is going to be illegitimate, according to Joe Biden? He's the president of the United States, and he likes to say the words of a president matter. He himself was preemptively denying the results of the upcoming election. He should point those fingers at himself. Yeah, 1,000 percent. In fact, he said that at the White House, January 19th. Um, it, it, you're right. It's like needs to look in the mirror. Before I let you go, Tim Murtaugh, former Trump communication director, I want to go through a couple of big races, um, some candidates that you know well. Um, what is going to happen with Kelly Chewbacca? Big race, of course, there in Alaska, Tudor Dixon, uh, Ron Johnson and Harriet Hageman. Uh, big races. Uh, yeah, well, it's, they, those are really big races. I think in, in Alaska, the Senate race up there, Kelly Chewbacca has a really great chance to knock off Lisa Murkowski. Murkowski has become more liberal over her 21 years in the Senate. She's now Joe Biden's chief ally. The Alaska Republican Party has censured her, told her she can't be a Republican anymore. Alaska is a state that went for Donald Trump by double digits twice. So I think that Kelly Chewbacca, even with the ranked choice voting system that they have up there now, I think Kelly Chewbacca has a really, really good chance to beat Lisa Murkowski. That race that race shows that it's tied. All the polls show it's a dead heat. So it's really going to come out to turn out uh, on Tuesday. I know everybody always says that. But in this case, I think it's actually true. It's a dead heat right now, and Kelly Chewbacca can win. Tudor Dixon in Michigan has come on so strong. She was once down by 20 points to Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. And now there was a poll that came out today or yesterday, maybe, that shows that uh, Tudor Dixon has actually inched into the lead. She's, she shows ahead of Whitmer by 0.2 points. Uh, so that is another one that's coming down and will, and will affect the direction of Michigan. I think Tudor Dixon has an excellent chance to win that race. Um, Ron Johnson, in the incumbent U.S. senator in Wisconsin, Democrats are throwing everything that they've got at him. Unfortunately for them, they have nominated an extreme radical in Mandela Barnes, the current lieutenant governor, and uh, they have really, really thrown millions of dollars in negative, deceitful ads at Ron Johnson. But I do think that Ron Johnson is going to hold on and get reelected in, in the, to the Senate from Wisconsin. And then Harriet Hageman, you know, let's be honest about this. The, the primary election was the big moment in, in this race when she beat Liz Cheney in August uh, for the only member of the House in uh, the state of Wyoming. And uh, Harriet is, is cruising to the finisher. She's working really hard. She's campaigning in Wyoming. She's also helping other Republicans uh, around the country to make sure that she joins a strong conservative majority in the House and uh, yep. look for Harriet to win, I think, fairly easily on Tuesday. Well, we will be watching closely. Tim, thank you so much. I wish you and all these great candidates luck on Tuesday night. Everybody get out and vote. And Tim, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.